Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday, the 2nd of February. Today, an out-of-contract AFL star says he's staying put. We need to put our hand up and admit to a mistake from earlier this week. And can the Aussies hit back against the West Indies in the one-day format? But first... And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher as top in the record books. The world championship record is equaled. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. He's arguably the greatest driver in the history of Formula One. With seven drivers' championships to his name, Lewis Hamilton stands on top of the Formula One mountain with only the great Michael Schumacher for company. And after more than a decade dominating the grid in his Mercedes, Hamilton is set for maybe the biggest switch in the history of the sport. Uh, goodness me, we've got some huge breaking news from the world of Formula One, and it looks like Lewis Hamilton yeah. is going yeah. to be leaving Mercedes yeah. and joining Ferrari. The reports are coming thick and fast that at 39 years of age, Hamilton is set to join the most revered car manufacturer in the world, the team with more constructors' championships than any other. The prancing horse, Ferrari. And you can hear the cheers from Monza all the way back to Stevenage. The Ferrari fans loved it. Hamilton looks set to finish up at Mercedes at the end of this year before making the switch to Ferrari in 2025, where he would partner young gun Charles Leclerc, while current Ferrari driver Carlos Sainz looks like he'll be the man without a chair when the music stops. But at this stage, the reports are just that, reports, with both Mercedes and Ferrari declining to comment on the story. Stay tuned. And life feels a bit better for Ben King. Puts it through, Sun's in front. He's the man Victorian AFL clubs desperately hope will come down with a case of homesickness in the not-too-distant future. But it seems that Ben King is pretty happy being a Gold Coast kid. Coming up here as an 18-year-old, you don't really... Well, you don't know anyone outside of the football club, so um, uh, any sort of days off or anything, you've, you've only got the boys at the club to hang out with so um, as a result we're all really close with each other and um, yeah I'm lucky enough to have a lot of guys that I know I'll be friends with for life so um, that's definitely a big part of it and then um, the lifestyle up here is, is incredible and yeah I think you have to probably live up here to, to be able to experience it and um, I know what we're talking about but um, yeah I know all the boys are on the same page and, and they love living up here too Speaking to Melbourne Radio yesterday, King dashed the hopes of all those Melbourne-based clubs who were holding out hope of bringing the out-of-contract key forward back home at the end of the season by raving about his commitment to and love of the Gold Coast and the Suns. It's a combination of a lot of things, to be honest. Um, I've had great support from my family and in being up here, uh, like my girlfriend's moved up and um, yeah, just really settled up here as well. King was full of praise for new coach Damien Hardwick and the style of training he's introduced to the team in his first pre-season in charge. The club and its fans are hoping that the combination of their existing talented list and the arrival of the former Tiger supercoach will mean that the Suns crack a finals appearance for the first time in their history in 2024. But only time will tell. Here at The Scorecard, we know that admitting when you've made a mistake is just a part of this sporting life. And while we might be Australia's number one daily sporting news podcast, we are perfect. And earlier this week, we made a mistake. And Simmons rocks their rim. On Wednesday's episode, we got a little bit caught up in the hype of Ben Simmons' return to the NBA. After missing 38 games with a lower back injury, Simmons made a stunning return to the court for the Brooklyn Nets and talked a big game in the post-match press conference. I think a lot of things for me are to let things develop. 
you know, throughout the course of the game. Um, one thing I learned is just patience. You know, things develop, you know, over time when you bring the ball down and you can see everything. And I think I just read the game a certain way. But here we are just two days later. We missed some people tonight in order to uh, have another big body out there to fix some of those things when Nurk was just rolling to the rim. So we'll continue to look at other ways if we have to play small to figure things out. Uh, but the rim, the rim attacks, them uh, driving the basketball was the biggest difference in that second half. Brooklyn Nets coach Jacques Vaughn speaking to the media after his team's 16-point loss to the Phoenix Suns. And as you heard, Vaughn would have loved another big body on the court for the Nets because big body Ben was out injured again. You're taking the piss. I'm not. This comeback lasted just one single solitary game before Simmons has again been forced off the court. This time, Ben was forced to miss because of a knee contusion. But for those of you worrying about Ben, don't. Because despite another stint on the sidelines, he's still pocketing in excess of $35 million this season, which is good money if he played every game, but even better money when you consider he's only played one. The weekend is calling, but ladies and gentlemen, there is plenty of opportunities to get behind your national sporting teams, starting with this afternoon. The new king of West Indian cricket, Shamar Joseph, will headline the tourist attempts today to keep their winning streak alive when they take on Australia in an ODI at the MCG. It's the first of a three-match series, and while Pat Cummins, Mitch Stark, Josh Hazelwood and Mitch Marsh have all been given some time off from the series, a couple of new faces look set to make their international debuts. Lars Morris calls for it and takes the catch. Well, this is all happening a bit too easy for the Scorchers at the moment. They're third. Lance Morris, a.k.a. the Wild Thing, and Brisbane Heat Xavier Bartlett look set to be rewarded for their BBL form with their debut Australian Caps this afternoon. Morris, whose express pace has been earmarked as a future test bowler, looks set to play alongside Bartlett, who recently won the golden arm for this season's BBL for taking the most wickets. The game gets underway at 2.30pm local time, and then, if you feel like staying up nice and late... Yes, you play soccer too? The Socceroos will take on South Korea in their Asian Cup quarterfinal tomorrow morning at 2.30am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. A win would see them advance to the semi-finals of the Asian Cup for the first time since the 2015 tournament. And we all remember what happened that year. Australia has done it. The Socceroos, kings of the continent for the first time. They're the champions of Asia in 2015. And that is your Fast Fun Hitter Sport to wrap up another week. Before I say goodbye, I'd like to give the first ever scorecard book recommendation. The book is called The Girl Who Touched the Stars. The author is Bonnie Hancock, the star surf lifesaver iron woman who paddled around Australia in a kayak less than half a metre wide. Go and check it out. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you Monday on the scorecard. Listener.